Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. All right, everybody. I am here with a uh, Nick Vile Bachelor alum. Liz Sandos is here with me. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. This is so you fun. You look so cute. What? I did just get my hair done today, so there is a is a good, a good thing going on. Okay. That's about it. I always look like a slob when I podcast. Do you dress up for your podcast? No, we're usually no. in our pajamas. Yeah, that's. I'm literally in my pajamas right now. That's how it should be. That's the best part about this job is that no one knows what we look like. Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, we were both on TV, so they kind of know. But um, so Liz was on Nick's season and unfortunately kind of got the crummy end of the stick um, because of the fact that she knew Nick previously. Mm -hmm. And... It was a huge bummer, but basically what happened, you guys met at Jaden Tanner's wedding. You had a night, whatever. And then I can't even remember. He asked for your number or something. Yeah. Um, well he, it's a funny story because he asked for my number that night and I said no, because I had met someone who I really, really liked, but that person had made it clear that they didn't want to be in a relationship. Okay. But I still had feelings for this other person who evidently is now my fiance. I was going to say, is so, that your fiance? Yes. But so he and I dated off and on for like six months, but he wouldn't really commit. Okay. And I was just in that place where in my life where I'm like, I don't have time for bullshit. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Are we allowed to curse on here? Yes, of course. Oh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so we ended it. And then a few months later, I found out that Nick was on. And like when he and I had first met, we did, we had a good connection. We had okay. a fun time and, um, we had a lot of mutual friends. So they were kind of like, maybe you should go for it and see if there's still a connection there, you know? So, so you, I'd like to tell kind of the whole truth and nothing but the truth on this thing. So did the producers make it seem like it was going to be this magical thing and it was going to be great or. Yeah, it was such, it's such a mind game because going my plane landing there, I literally bawled the whole time because I was so nervous that the Southwest attendant flight sat next to me and drank, like gave me free drinks (laughs) and basically was my therapist, like flying to like film this. So once we get there, of course, you're like in that hotel for a week going crazy dying. and the night before my limo night, or maybe it's the night of the limo night. No, it was the night before Mm -hmm. I just started having that. Like, what if they make it completely different? Like what am, like, am I completely crazy for doing this? Yeah. Um, and one of the main producers came into my room and was like, Liz, I just want you to know that you're here because we think that you, Nick would actually be a really good couple has nothing to do with what happened. That's not going to be your story. Mm-hmm. Like we think that you actually have a shot, you know, yeah. at finding love. And I was like, you buy into it cause you're in this course, like weird yeah. mind game. Oh, absolutely. In, I call it the bachelor twilight zone. Cause <laughs> it's so true. It's so weird. Yeah, so, you have this kind of really hopeful perspective and you think you're totally going to be the last one standing. And the, their, you know, positive vibes make you believe that, you know? Right, so. right. Well, and the thing was, this was right after Paradise aired. And Nick had a really good edit. And I was yeah. like, maybe he is a really good guy. Like, you know, maybe I should have given that a shot when I didn't. So okay. anyways, everything that I wanted to do on the show, they changed. Ugh. So my limo night, like my entrance, I was going to, I still had a copy of Jaden Tanner's inv- wedding invitation. I was going to write my number That's on so it and funny. hand it to him. They're like, we want you like, just pretend like you don't know him. Like just pretend and see if he recognizes you. Like, don't do that. Don't whatever. And I just literally, I'm looking back. I was so naive. I just bought into everything. Oh my everything. God, me freaking too. And that feels <laughs> so, it feels good to hear that. Cause whenever I describe kind of people are like, why did you do that? And I'm like, you buy into everything, you know? Well, you think that they genuinely like 
want the best for totally. you. They want the best for TV. Like they don't give a shit about you. You are a paycheck. <laughs> they do not care about you. I wish it's funny because people nowadays they'll message me and say, Hey, my best friend or my, I don't know, my sister or brother wants to do the show. Like, what's your advice? And I'm like, you're asking the wrong person because <laughs> I am not someone who's going to be like, go, it's so great. Yes. Right. But yeah, I, I just remember watching you and thinking like, this girl is way too smart to, to like fall for this, but I wasn't, <laughs> but I thought the same about myself and, well, and I, had, I had like advice too. I mean, I had talked to Jade before then and she was basically kind of prepped me a little bit for it, but I didn't think I'm just too trusting of a person. Like mm-hmm. I like to see the best in people. And, um, so yeah, like even the date that I went home on, we had to like do this breakup with him in public. Yeah. And I had this whole rap song written that I was going to rap because <laughs> you're rap like the breakup. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And they were like, why don't you just tell him? Like, I don't know. I just listened to everything. And I also drank a lot on the show, yeah. which I feel like made me more vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. That's what I was. I, ha- I have all these dorky questions, but one of them was when you recited that breakup poem schmoem thing did you th- really think that that was the best way to communicate with him or did they say you should do oh, this not at all that yeah. wasn't my plan I had this whole like like I said this rap written out of my head because I feel like I'm gangster but I'm actually like the worst rapper I in love the world. it <laughs> so but I that's my personality that's who I am yeah. and I'm like I want to be who I am here, you know, but they were basically setting it up. Cause at that point they already knew that he wanted me gone. Right. You know, so he was, I guess he had told them he didn't want anyone he knew on there. Obviously I don't know this. They brought me on for the drama. Of course. They wanted me to create that. Yeah. So then he'd send me home and all this stuff. So but you, I mean, you really didn't create any drama of they had to really edit. No, no. <laughs> That's what I remember being like, why was, why was everyone's so concerned about y'all's history. And and then I felt like, you know, when Nick announced it to all the girls, I was like, how is that their business at all? Yeah, no, no one even cared. Cause I mean, obviously right after I I talked, like all of us girls had like a big group chat on and everyone's like, we don't care. Like nobody cares. Like we've all hooked up with people before. What does that right. have to do with anything? Well, do you, right. did you feel uh, like frustrated at all after that happened? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, well, I think also the night that I went home was just like, I had, when Nick and I had a conversation, like I even told him, I'm like, I came here to see if we have a connection. I don't have a connection with no. you. Like I do the other girls, yeah. you know? And it was like pulling teeth trying to talk to him because I know <laughs> I he didn't that. want me there. So it was just uncomfortable, <laughs> yeah. you know? I imagine that would be the case. I don't know what the producers were telling him because afterwards he said a lot of things that like just didn't make sense either. So what do you mean afterwards? Um, Like after the show? Yeah. Just to like some mutual people. He's like, I still don't understand why she came there. Like blah, blah, blah. I just don't like him. (laughs) I've talked about this before. I honestly don't know him. Like I don't know. (sighs) At what point did he, um, I, I, I know that we saw a point where he recognized you, but like w- what point I can't remember when did he know it was you or did you say something yeah, like, no, right away. Like on that night, like he okay. came up to me lady later and he's like, Hey, he's like, I thought like, Hey, that's Liz, you know? And like we had a normal conversation, but, um, the hard part was like the night that I left the producer's interrogated me for three hours trying to get me to cry because oh, I was so man. cool with going home. You were like, they were like Aren't... yeah, I'm like, I came to see if we had a connection. We don't, it's fine. Like whatever. And they're like, yeah, but this, 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 like they literally like, and then I had to go to the hotel after and they were waiting to bring my things to me. And I was there for seven hours with Ugh. like no toothbrush, no anything no. waiting to like for the psychologist to come dismiss me to tell you for... that everything's going to be okay. <laughs> I remember the day I went home, um, I was on that, you know, the island and I was freezing cold and I just wanted to go home. I was the same as you. I was just like, get me home. I'm done with this. But the producer came over and he's like, Liv, he whispers in my ear, like gives me a hug. Like he's trying to console me. And he's like, you really, I feel like you should cry. Like that'll really help. (laughs) That'll really help you're edited and like, it'll pe- people will feel bad oh for you. Gosh. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, <laughs> but 
but I, I was so ready to go. And that's what, when you go home, like I always tell people like your chop liver, once you go home, Oh, 100%. You're, they're like, fuck, get rid of her. They put me in a hotel that didn't have power. Oh, cool. There was no lights. <laughs> and I was like, no, wait, we need to go somewhere else. Like, I'm not staying at a hotel that doesn't have electricity. <laughs> Finally, oh, at like three in the morning, took me somewhere else. But yeah, it's a mess out there. I, I just felt really, I felt for you that whole time. Oh, because you, you could tell that you were kind of, you eagerly wanted to find someone and like see if it had a connection there. Well, and I think for me, the hard part was, well, right afterwards I flew to tell my family kind of what happened. Cause yeah. I knew at that point they were going to announce to the world that I had a one night stand. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, Oh wow. <laughs> You're know, so awful by the way. Had, that is disgusting behavior by you. <laughs> I know. Um, but I think the hard part for me was actually the edit because they dubbed words in that I never even said. I never once said on the show that we had sex. Mm -hmm. Like I never, you know, and you, they would, they set up a situation to make it look like I was talking to Kristen telling her and I didn't, that wasn't what happened. I was At actually all. having a conversation with the producer. So they, and, so, the, cause I remember the shot was of your, the back of your head. Yeah, so you couldn't actually tell what you if your mouth was moving at all. No, exactly. Is no. It, it's incredible what they do when you think about it. Right. So, it's I mean, amazing. honestly, I felt I had a hard time at first because I just felt because I like my character and like who I am as a person. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, I'm a woman of character. Right. And for that to be like distorted right I, it like messed with me but then I just came to realize it doesn't matter like you no. have to like people in your life love you know who you are of course and that's what matters that's the one thing that kept me going was just all the people who were messaging me being like god you're so funny and I'm sorry that they're mm -hmm. making your humor look so gross or anything like that but yeah I don't know I just I watched you and I felt like we were kind of similar in a way where we were just naive and right. probably thought that all of this was going to be rainbows and cupcakes. Did, um, did Jade warn you at all? Like before, like that this might not go your way or anything like that. She just told me, she was like, just be careful. Just be really careful what you say to the producers. Yeah. That's good advice. That's you my know? advice for people. Oh yeah. Just be sure. careful. Just be careful what you say. You guys are always asking me about my hair and how to get yours to look exactly the way that mine does. And here's what I tell everyone. I use New Wash by Hair Story. So New Wash is an entirely new way to wash hair. It's not a shampoo. It's not a conditioner. It's a new category of product that both cleans and moisturizes with a blend of essential oils and natural cleansers. So none of that toxic stuff. Most people don't realize that shampoo is the root of all of your hair problems. So it over cleanses your hair. It strips away your body's protective natural barrier. Your body literally responds by overproducing oil to protect itself. So that's where you're getting that greasy hair. So when you switch to Hair Story's new wash, you stop this cycle. Your scalp literally calms down and your hair returns to its true nature. Tens of thousands of people have quit shampoo entirely, myself included. There's over 5,000 reviews on Hair Story's website. You can literally search them. You'll see all the people who have their best hair ever just like me because they're using new wash. My hair is brighter, it's healthier, and it doesn't get oily like it did when I use shampoo a few times a week because it's you know, not overproducing oils constantly. The Hair Story website will help you find the right version of new wash for you. It also suggests the best Hair Story styling products. So in case you wanna know, I'm answering your question, I use the new wash deep, that's what it's called. It's a deeper clean for oily types. And then I style my hair for the kind of beachy waves, I guess. I call it, you know, messy. I use the undressed product. It's a spray that creates texture with none of the torture on your hair. I'm yet yeah, you're got you're commenting on my Instagram. I'm just, you know, answering your questions. So for a limited time offer, get 10% off Hair Story's new wash. Here's how you do it. Visit hairstory.com slash Olivia. You can use the promo code Olivia. That's 10% off Hair Story's new wash by visiting hairstory.com slash Olivia. Type in that promo code Olivia. You guys will not regret it. I love this product. Let's, I want to talk about another bachelor person that you're attached to. I just said, 
Jade, you've been mm-hmm. friends with Jade like your whole life. Yeah. Best, best for friends. Like 25 years. Yeah. How did you guys meet? Uh, we met in kindergarten. She uh, came to visit my school. Okay. And um, then that summer we had gymnastics together. And then the next year we started first grade together. So um, we went when we instantly became best friends. We spent every single weekend either at her house or my house. Um, yeah, I mean, we've been through it all. <laughs> That's so, And you were her maid of honor. Yes. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. That must have been the most fun wedding ever. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it was also just different because it was televised. So oh, I forget there, about that. Duh. There was fun. The, the reception was fun, okay. but leading up to it, it was a lot of, you know, how they produce stuff. Right. Of course. Like walk in now, go to the balcony <laughs> and shout, <laughs> put your arms in the air and yell. Uh, yeah. Oh, those were always my most favorite was when we got to a new hotel and we had to go on the balcony and yay, yay, Mexico or wherever right. we were. So right. embarrassing. I know. Uh, <laughs> I hate everything about the things that I have done. So. Okay, and then are you like Emmy's godmom or something? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't know if they even really did. They God didn't parents. do that. You're just no. like an auntie or Yeah, I went to her first birthday like a month ago and it was so much fun. She's so beautiful. I know. Like the prettiest baby I have ever seen in my life. She's so cute. And, then, and she's so sweet. Is she is she like how is she a crier? Is she quiet? She's definitely full of personality. She's like at that age where she's discovering so many different things, right. you know? Yeah. So she's, uh, she's fun. I had so much fun with her, um, when we were there and she's, she's very playful. And you've met Carly's baby, right? Too. Yeah. I got to meet Bella at the first birthday. So, and she's so sweet. She was just like, They're let anyone beautiful. hold her. Ugh. Just be so sweet. Yeah. And, and so, okay. So the reason I talk about Carly and Jade is because you guys have a podcast together. We do. Babes and babies. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a bit, I'm not, I plan on being a mother (laughs) anytime soon, but I still like to listen to it because it's very educational and it's, I'm trying to get this maternal instinct in me. I don't know where it is. You don't feel like you have one. I don't think I've got one. Is that a, (laughs) is that a, okay. As a doula as well, like, is that a thing or do some people just not have it? I think like you do it's just it might not have kicked in like I've had friends who I'm like this person it's gonna be interesting to see them as a mom because they look like they have no maternal instinct and then they have a baby and they're like world changes really yeah I'm hoping that happens to me but I also I mean if you I I think if you want kids if you think you want kids one day then you have one then I should yeah, I like just, you'll have, you have one deep down in there. <laughs> I need, I need to live by my mother so I can be like, mom, help me all the time. Cause she loves kids. She, she'll like mm-hmm. want to take them constantly. And I'm like, go ahead. That's fine. I really yeah. do want the maternal, but it's, it's just fun to hear stories. And then I, do you watch Handmaid's Tale? I don't, but I've heard a lot about uh, Did it. you hear about the one scene where she like delivered her baby, no medicine, no nothing by herself? in no. a bedroom <gasps> you you might have like experienced stuff like this but she basically yeah. her water broke and in i'm oh, sorry if this is a spoiler everyone who watches handmaids but she just like got on her knees and birthed the the baby like nothing yeah. and it was crazy and that has scarred me i think a little bit that's like my dream really <laughs> yeah. that's what you want your birthing thing to be I want to have all my babies at home. I would have a midwife there, though. I wouldn't try to do it by myself. But I'm still trying to... My fiancé's name's Vito. I'm yeah. still trying to convince Vito to let me birth at home. He's too scared. Would you do it in, like, a a, ba- a bathtub or, or something? Uh, yeah, you can do, like, a birthing pool or a tub, depending on the size. Um, I've been to... Almost every birth I've been to has been in... At home has been in a pool or a tub. Okay. But um, just because sometimes it makes your labor easier. Mm. Um, and the transition for the baby easier. But there's a lot of positions that you can do at home that are just as easy. It depends on how your body feels, you know? Uh. So no epidural for you? <laughs> no, I want to feel it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, give me all the epidurals. 
But yes. this is what's fun about this this conversation. Yeah. So everyone listen to Babes and Babies with Jade and Carly and Liz. It's it's mm-hmm. great and fun. And then you always, you know, have a guest on, um, which is great. And it's just awesome. So everyone listen to it. With all the options out there, how can you decide what meal delivery service is right for you? I know it's tough to choose, so I'm going to just sit here and endorse my meal service. It's Home Chef. Home Chef offers 16 different delicious meal options each week, from steak to chicken to seafood to vegetarian, which you can mix and match based on your preferences. Once you join, it's as simple as selecting your meals and customizing your delivery dates, and your box will arrive at your doorstep each week with recipe cards and fresh pre-portioned ingredients. And then, you know, yeah. Do it all. And then Viola, you have a home-cooked meal in about 30 minutes. There's even a five-minute lunch option for you guys. So I've told you before, I can't cook it all. I'm sorry. I won't go to the grocery store. I do not have time in my schedule to do the whole meal prep thing. With Home Chef, I'm not intimidated. I can make flavorful meals in 30 minutes, much less time than other meal delivery services that I've tried in the past because I've tried a lot. So just this week, I put it on my Instagram. I made a grilled chicken, little grilled chicken thing with potatoes and green beans, and I posted the whole process for you guys. And it was delicious. It took half the time other services have taken. The directions were so precise and they didn't expect me to be a pro, which I've learned with other delivery services where I'm like, how do you mince and you chop and you do these things? Home Chef is supportive of my amateur cooking ways. They taught me the most basic yet super instructional way with great pictures. And it was so good that I kept the recipe and this cute little recipe book that Home Chef gave me. And I know that I'll be making it again to impress, I don't know, my family or maybe a future date. And after I record this, I'm going to start my fish taco recipe. Just so you know, I got three this week. So go to homechef.com slash Olivia for $30 off your first order. Okay, that's homechef.com slash Olivia for $30 off your first order. So do it right now. Homechef.com slash Olivia. And then I want to talk about your job which is so interesting and for people who might not know what a doula does what what do you do so a doula basically i provide physical and mental and emotional support to a woman in labor so when someone hires me i help develop their birthing plan with them educate them um so just so that they know their options going into birth okay. and then when they go into labor, I'm there with them and I know different, um, laboring positions, techniques, massage, pressure points, different things to do to help you get through it. Um, and I stay until after the baby's born and until like you're settled and you're okay. Um, I actually just did a birth on Friday. Um, and it was intense. <laughs> oh, I, I need to know because I was just going to say that seems so intense. Yeah. Like what I mean, are was... some, what are some moments that I, I feel like I wouldn't be able to breathe the whole time? Oh no, I love it. I get like an adrenaline rush. Um, wow. but I think the, the, one of the hardest moments for me was, um, my sister, I was her doula. She had four at home water births and yeah, I was her doula for her last two. And I remember the first one, it was right when I just started doing it. So I wasn't as experienced. It was about five years ago. And, um, she like looked at me at one point and she was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And it's like my seeing my sister in pain, like, I'm like, I don't know what to say to support her right now. And I don't know like what came out of me, but something did. You don't remember you blacked out. (laughs) I would in that moment. I'd just be like, I don't know what to say. That's so cool. I don't think my sister would do that for me. She'd be like, I don't want to be in here. (laughs) I don't want to be a part of this. It's just too scary. Does she have the same maternal instinct that you do? We both really don't. Yeah. I'm trying not to be concerned about it. I put so much pressure on myself as a woman, but it's just, I'm like, I'm single and I, it's something that we both kind of love. I love traveling. And mm-hmm. so I, I do a lot of travel and I'm like, I, I couldn't really have a baby and travel, but I know that I could, I just overthink everything. Yeah. I'm the queen of doing that. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just, sometimes I see kids now and I just, I'm like, well, I don't even know how to, someone will say, will you hold my 
kid or do you want to hold her? And I'm like, "Ah." (laughs) which is not a good sign. I don't think. Yeah, no, it's not a bad sign. Um, I think one of my biggest pet peeves, though, because I, like you said, I love traveling too. Yeah. So when people would be like, "Oh, do it now," because when you have kids, you can't. And I'd always be like, "Stop right Stop. there!" Just because you choose not to, right? Doesn't mean I'm gonna choose not to. And I you see, know? like, I see so many. Uh, I always end up sitting next to someone with a baby happens every time (laughs) and they'll they'll give me like these little kind of like I'm sorry gift bags or whatever just to be like this is my baby's first time flying they always do so good and it like I've seen the best baby behavior on airplanes so like it it, do it everybody travel with your kid or and then you go these right you go these places and you see people there with their kids like taking them and you're like okay yeah. How did this. you get into to being a doula? Did you want to do that? Because I know you no. traveled for a long time. Yeah. And I mean, I actually, I got certified before, um, or I started practicing, I guess, before I did a bunch of my trips. So okay. I, I just, I mean, I, I'm from Vegas. I worked in the nightlife industry forever. It's not fulfilling. You make okay. great money, but it's, there's no end. Like I, I wanted to have an end goal. that. Yeah. You mm-hmm. worked in nightlife. Popping bottles, y'all. Girl, you did? <laughs> I did. That's how wow. I saved great, money to travel the great, world. Great, great money. Because that's what I was going to say. What, do you, what did you do to save money for traveling? That's I get I that did. question all the time. I'm moving to Vegas. Yes. I'm moving it, to Vegas. Well, but it also, for me, it had a shelf life because it wasn't fulfilling. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, but for me, it didn't matter because I'm like, it gives me money to do my passions. Right. It gives me money to do what I love. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so my sister had had an at-home water birth um, because a whole situation happened with her insurance. Her doctor messed oh. up her records oh, and they went, take her. Yeah. So, and she was pregnant. So she had to find an alternative method wow. and she found a midwife. So at that time I was in school and I wrote a paper on uh, home birth versus hospital birth. Okay. And I just it opened up this whole world for me of what, <laughs> like, like, what I is need happening? to be a part of this. Well, and then in Vegas has one of the highest C-section rates in the country. It's at 40%, which is almost half of women going into labor, or ending up in a C-section. Why would that and be? I'm I, just curious. Well, for a number of reasons. Okay. And, um, I mean, it's, it's so silly. The doctor will be like, Oh, your, your baby's too big. I think we need to have a C-section or, Oh, you're not like, today's your due date. Let's just induce you, but you're not ready. Your body's not ready. Your baby isn't ready. So these labors aren't progressing and they're ending up in emergency C-section because once they break your water, they usually only give you like 24 hours to deliver. So honestly, it's for reasons that aren't even like really reasons, which is why I love my job because it's proven that when you have a doula present, your chance of getting a C-section decreases by 28%. So insurance companies are now covering doulas because with a doula present, you have less medical intervention. Um, so I just, I started having friends having babies who were ending up in these like situations where they're having emergency C-sections. And And I'm like, this is expensive and right. And it's like, to me, I'm a very in tune. Like I like to walk barefoot in a moonlight type of person. And I'm like, this isn't, (laughs) this isn't how our bodies are made. Okay. Like uh, my body knows what to do when I'm pregnant. My body, you know, like this, there's something wrong with this picture and there definitely is 100% like need for Western medicine and for cesareans and all these things to happen. Like there are medical emergencies and that has saved so many lives, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but there's now been more and more studies, especially out of California, showing that um, women, the number of women dying after giving birth has increased 20% in the United States over the last 20 years. Holy. Every Yeah, every other high-income nation, like in Europe and stuff like that, the number has decreased, except for in the United States, and we have the highest C-section rate. So it's like, yeah. what's wrong with this picture? Like, yeah we're not giving women options or they're not knowing their options. They don't know that they can say, no, this isn't what I want. So, and so, and that's kind of where you step in is to educate people and to tell people what their options are. And right. To be like, listen, like, first of all, we want to help you healthy baby, healthy mom. If that ends up in a C-section, like 
that's okay. The goal is to keep you alive, your baby alive and to be healthy, you know, but to know that if you elect for these certain things, Mm -hmm. your chances of having a C-section will increase. If you elect for these different things, your chances for like medical intervention will change, you know? So it's, um, it's crazy to me. This is the statistics are crazy though. Like when I look at the statistics, it makes me mad because it's, it's like, why is this happening? Yeah. But the numbers don't lie. Right. Know? Right. So, this um, is so cool. in New York, they just started Medicaid as covering doulas for low income families because they're the ones who are more at risk, um, mm. for these things, yeah. especially in minority communities. So Medicaid is now covering doulas so that these families can have that help. And, um, it's just like really cool to see. And do, are that, you with, are you with expecting mothers the whole time? It's not just the day of birth. It's the right. whole time. Right. Yeah. I mean, some people have hired me far in advance. Okay. Um, like I have a client due in November who I originally met with like in April or wow. May. Um, but I mean, everybody's different. I also had a client hire me two weeks before she was due. Hmm. So, um, and it how depends many on, clients I guess. do you have at one time usually? Um, it's always different depending on travel and how right. I try to plan my life. Right. Um, but I mean, the most I've had at one time, I think was four. Four. Okay. Yeah. That's probably, but, but you're like on call all the time, right? And Right. Yeah. Before one was due August, October, November, December. So okay. I wasn't like trying to overlap months, but... Right. That's, uh, this is so fascinating. I'm not going to try to pick your brain too much, but I am assuming that you want babies of your own, obviously, yes. um, with your natural birth technique that I could never, <laughs> could never do. But you so, could. so Vito is kind of not, he wants, he's afraid. He's probably just afraid you'll be in pain or something. Right. Well, his actually, his sister-in-law, um, almost died giving birth twice. So yeah. And she had to have emergency C-section. So he had like a very traumatic experience and he's like, what if this thing happened to you? What if this, you know what I mean? That's sweet. So, but he's the one who, he wants five babies. He wants five. (laughs) He wants five. (laughs) He wants five. Okay. I want to hear more about him because I, I watch him all over your Instagram and y'all are so cute, Uh, but okay. So you met and you dated for a little bit, but he, he was afraid to commit, which is every guy these days. Right. Hate to say it. 100%. So what, he wasn't ready for a relationship or something? Yeah. Well, we were doing long distance. He was in Chicago when I was in Vegas I see. and, um, we would kind of travel back and forth, but he just like, we were together, we were together, but yeah. when we were apart, I'd be like, are you my boyfriend? And he's like, <laughs> What's nah. Happening? nah man. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Lame. And it was just too emotionally draining. Like if anybody has been in that gray area of a relationship, it's the worst. It, yes. Being in limbo is just so emotionally draining. Mm. And, um, so, I mean, finally we just decided to end it. Cause I'm okay. like, I can't do this if you're not going to commit to it. And he's like, I feel like with where we're at right now, I can't commit to it. Okay. So we ended it. Um, How did we you didn't meet get him? back t- through a mutual friend in Chicago. I came to visit Chicago. Um, it was in November, 2015. And at the time I was getting, I'm a, also, I'm a certified life coach. Wow. And, um, my friend was like, you should meet my friend Vito. He's a certified life coach. And I was going through a program to become one and we didn't get a meet, but we became Facebook friends. Okay. And then we started talking and I was living in Toronto at the time for a few months. And so he came up to visit me and we had our first date and it was magical. That's Um, why you posted that you met in Canada. Yeah. I was always wondering where Canada fit in with all of this. Yes. Okay. So Um, your first date was magical. You did mm-hmm. long distance, you broke up, and mm-hmm. then you got back together at what point? Yes. Well, right after I got done filming the show, because he and I, like, we didn't talk for a few months, and then we started talking casually as friends, and mm-hmm. he knew I was going on the show, and I wasn't honestly thinking that he and I would ever get back together. Okay. Um, and so it was right after I got done filming I called him too. Cause I'm like, you're, you and your family are going to see some things. Guess what? Um, <laughs> right. So, yeah. um, and then he flew out to visit me the next week 
And we talked for a couple more months, but he was still kind of in that weird place. And I'm okay. like, I'm not doing it. Nope. Done so with finally I went to a trip to Haiti. And while I was gone, I like didn't had no connection, like nice. no Wi-Fi, no anything. So like for a week, there was no connection with him. And when I got back, he was like, we need to talk. And then he was like, I, he's like, I want to come to Vegas for a month and just see how we are together and blah, blah, blah. So that January he came to Vegas and it was really hard because that's when it started airing. Okay. And so it made his family very skeptical of me. I understand that. That's what also sucks is when Mm -hmm. like the people who don't really know you that well, believe it, you know? Right. No fun. So yeah, it wasn't, but he didn't watch it. He didn't care. Um, which was nice. You know, I think he cared, but he just, he's like, I'm not going to watch it because I know who you are and I don't need to see who they betray you as, you know? No, I always, my dream is to meet someone who like has no idea and doesn't care Mm -hmm. and doesn't want to watch. Cause I just, it feels like you have to explain yourself, but why should you have to, you know, it's right. Especially when both of us at this point, it's been a long time since it's even, so what's the point? I I believe in veto. That's a good thing. Don't even watch. (laughs) So, Don't even watch so it. then Vegas went well. Yeah. So that's like, I guess when we decided to make it official was it was that January, 2016. Mm-hmm. No, no. January, 2017. Sorry. 17. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So then we did another long distance for like six months, but he, before he left that January, he's like, I need to know you're going to move to Chicago. Okay. I was like, yeah. And he said, no, you have to like set a date. When are you coming? Oh. So I did. And I said, I'm going to quit my job June 10th, pack up and I'll wow. head your way. And he was like, okay. So that's what happened. So I moved here a little over a year ago. Do you love Chicago? I do now. I didn't okay. at first. Yeah. I was so broke when I moved here because we didn't like move <laughs> in together. I moved, he lives in the Burbs and I live downtown in Wicker Park. So oh, I'm like, okay. if, I want to experience Chicago if I'm yeah. going to live in it. I, you that know? was the same way with Seattle when I moved here. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't care how much it costs. Like I need to be in Seattle for at least a year or two before I right. move to the Burbs. Yes. That's, that's what I said. So you guys don't live together? No. Okay. Well, I just moved to the Burbs. My lease was up in August because okay. I moved here August 2017. Okay. And then I lived in Wicker Park for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like so broke the whole time. <laughs> I worked like two jobs and Been it was, there. so I didn't like love Chicago because I didn't have time to enjoy it. Right. You know? Yeah. You were always working. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't until like this spring that I'm like, man, this is like such an amazing I city. I actually really love it here. Yeah. I love Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Yeah. So then when you are guys, you going to come visit me? I, I, I'm trying. I, I'm the worst. I was looking <laughs> back at our messages and literally a year ago, you commented on something and said, visit Chicago, come visit me. And I was like, the fact that I still like, haven't been back is so embarrassing. I didn't, I told you I was going to come this past weekend and I, I didn't get to go because, so I work for Delta airlines but mm-hmm. I fly standby. So the uh, Fridays are not a good day for me to fly. And I tried my hardest. I tried to get on two separate flights and they just said, Nope, sorry, no seats. And I was like, <laughs> so I didn't even get to go to Chicago this past weekend. I didn't yeah. even, I wouldn't have even been able to see you and hug you in person, but I'm dying to, I really am. Especially after when you got engaged, I was like so ex- <laughs> irrationally excited for you for someone I've never met before. <laughs> I was so excited because you, at first you posted a picture that didn't really say that you were engaged, but it was like totally an engagement (laughs) picture. And everyone was with me on this. I was like, there's something here. There's an engagement here. You yeah, just threw yeah. everybody off. I kind of like it. Whatever. I know. I wasn't you. ready to say it yet, but it happened. He planned like a romantic weekend for us. Honestly, I didn't think he was going to do it till like November, okay. December. Okay. So he really surprised you. You had no idea. Yeah. I mean, I did and I didn't. Cause I mean, what guy plans? I was going to say if he plans a you? weekend, it's probably sorry, dude, but, I also, but you don't plan stuff very often. Right. But I told him <laughs> in June that he had to plan a romantic weekend for us. Cause I had planned two and he hadn't planned. It was any. his turn. Yes. So I'm like, and since we have opposite schedules, like we don't get to spend tons of time together, at least oh. when I lived in the city, since okay. I moved to the burbs, like we get to see each other every day. So, okay. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I told him that he had to plan a weekend for us, but he really outdid himself. And was it, it was so romantic what did he say? Sweet. Can you tell me everything? Yeah. <laughs> 
Is that weird? Honestly, no, I just don't even, I blacked out. So oh, I will too. I know I will. Yeah. 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 It's hard to remember. In that he moment, probably did too. Probably. Yeah. Imagine but like how nervous he was. Oh. He said he was so nervous, which I didn't pick up on at all. Okay. He was cool as a cucumber to of me. Course. So, uh, we go to this like vineyard and I like, he was like, you want to try some wines? And I'm like, sure. He's like, what package do you want to do? So we picked out different wines to try and just chatting up with the lady there. And okay. then she's like, Oh, if you guys want, I can show you in the vineyard, like what grapes make what wines. And I was like, cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah. So we go out to the vineyard and we're like walking, walking, walking. And then I see this like table set up out of the corner of my eye and, and I ask him, what's that? That's and then all of a sudden <laughs> in the middle of the vineyard, it's so bachelor, <laughs> just a random oh my God. table. <laughs> oh, what do we have here? Oh, <laughs> stumbling upon a hot tub here. Right. Exactly. And then, um, then all of a sudden Elvis Presley, I can't help falling in love with oh. you comes on like over a speaker, which is one of my favorite songs. I love that song. Yeah. And I, then I'm really confused yeah. as to what's happening. Cool. And then he grabs me and he goes, I love you. And I'm like, and then he goes, do you understand? And I was like, what? <laughs> and he said, he asked if I understood. He goes, cause you were so confused. You were looking around. You had like, this look on your face of right. And I kept like looking at the table, then looking at the lady who's like <laughs> oddly filming us now and like <laughs> there's just so, this girl taking out a big camera and a tripod and you're like what yeah so literally mm-hmm. i think all he said was i love you do you understand and then he gets down on one knee and is like will you marry me so and then I'm like, no. And then I'm like, yes. <laughs> no, I don't want to. No, because you're just like, no, this isn't happening. Did you, you cry? Know? Did you like cover your face with your hands? No. I went like this, but I didn't do like this thing. You didn't You didn't do I'm the not. like Miss America winning the crown? Right. Okay. That's right. probably for the best. Don't do that, anyone. And I didn't, <laughs> right. I didn't cry. I thought that I would, but I just could not stop laughing hysterically. Oh, and he was laughed. like... <laughs> I laughed the whole time and he was like, stop laughing. And I'm like, I can't, I just this kept is hilarious for whatever reason <laughs> I am dying laughing. Yeah, I feel like so. I'm going to do that too. I'm just going to cry or like suddenly I'm going to start speaking Spanish out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm going to become like bilingual out of nowhere. I'd be like, see, sí, senores. And he's going to be like, wait, what? wait i'm so confused well it was it was beautiful uh y'all are beautiful Um, you're gonna make five really pretty babies today's show is sponsored by talkspace the only therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time so you guys know how you know my mental health has been a really important part of my journey i admit I've had more trouble lately than normal, so I've decided to really put my all into therapy. Here's what I use. It's Talkspace. All I need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app, and I get something off my chest whenever I need to. I talk through my everyday challenges at work or at home, wherever I have a computer, and sometimes it's about life. Other times it's some some deeper stuff, which I talk to you guys about too. But the great thing is there's no extra commute, no leaving work, and the important thing is there is no judgment. Therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about those practical everyday strategies for stress management and living a generally happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person to talk to who's trained to listen and help you make positive changes in your life. So when I signed up for Talkspace, I specified what I needed in a therapist and how I'm feeling currently about my mental health and Talkspace recommended the right therapist for me. The Talkspace platform has over 2000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing the life challenges that we all face and are currently facing right now. So to match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Karidi. That's C-A-R-I-D-I, my last name. You can use the code Karidi to get $45 off your first month. Show your support for mouthing off and get your mental health in check 
you're doing it just like I am. You know how important that is to me. So go to Talkspace.com slash Karidi and use the code Karidi. That's C-A-R-I-D-I. Oh, here was my question. Did you guys think of a hashtag? Because I know that you were asking for hashtag help on your Instagram. Um, Well, my favorite so far is Liz in La Vida Loca. That's cute. I like that one. But we're getting married in the mountains in Montana in the wintertime. I love it. And that one just kind of, yeah, 100%. Sorry. Um, I, but the Liz and La Vida Loca kind of sounds more of like a Mexico wedding, whereas we're like, it does gonna sound be, a little beachy. We're going to be in like 20 degree weather freezing our asses. Let's, off, um, so. let's pose the question to my listeners. Um, so we're thinking of a wedding hashtag. Well, not we, cause I can't think of stuff. Like that. <laughs> I'm so not helpful here, but we've got Liz and Vito and you're getting, it's going to be snowy. Yeah. And Montana. And And my last name is Sandoz. His last name is Presta. Okay. Yeah. Let that helps too. Sandoz and Presta. He was saying something like Liz the season. That's cute. But then he's not in it. But we couldn't think of the rest. I know. I'm like, we need to like. I I guess you don't have to include both, but most people do. Anyway, if you think of anything, if you're one of those amazing um, g- name gen, I would just type it into weddinggenerator.com Cause that's how lame I am. But if you think of anything, uh, tweet me or tweet Liz and, or Instagram I don't check us. my Twitter. Don't tweet. Instagram me. Don't tweet and do the Instagram. <laughs> it's E Sandoz, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so follow, well, you should follow Liz and then also write a hashtag if you think of anything. Cause there's gotta be someone out there that's just bomb at that kind of stuff. I know. I'm not witty enough. Did I read that you're, it's like four months from now though? Like this winter? Less, um, less than five. Yeah. It's in February, 2019. We you can't go, wait. Girl. We're excited. You just want to do it. Yeah, we do. Oh, um, that's so and cute. And we just, I, love it. I mean, I don't get the point in like a long drawn out engagement. Yeah. The only reason I'd want to wait longer is to save up more money. Cause I'm realizing we actually can't afford to get married. So. <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh wait. I'm going <laughs> to only second. be able to afford like a flower petal and like a cactus and right. like half of a dress. Like perfect. You know, I was at Goodwill recently in Wisconsin. They've got some, some idea. Like there was a wedding dress where I was like, okay, <laughs> this I is could, an option. <laughs> I could fuck with that. <laughs> It was like 50 bucks. I'm all about it. So I also yeah, saw same. that someone's custom making your dress. Yeah. It's my girlfriend in Las Vegas. So she makes gowns. Oh, um, great. and I just, honestly, I don't love wedding dresses. Like is, there's a, most is there of a them style that you might like. Yeah, definitely. But I, so I don't, every dress I've seen, I'm like, mm, I like the top or I like the bottom okay. or that's all right, but it's not me. Um, I can't give too much away cause I know that I don't, people will listen to I this. I don't want him to don't, don't listen Vito. <laughs> Maybe uh, I just won't tell him. He uh, listens to all my podcasts. He's that's so, cute. so sweet. I know. Aww. Um, but I, yeah, I know what I want. Don't give anything away. I know what away. she's going to decide. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to see. Maybe you could text me a pic of what yeah, you want it to I look will. like, and I won't say a word. I will for sure. I will for sure. It's going to be very wintry, but okay. he does know this part, which is cool. Okay. Um, cause our ceremony is going to be outside and I'm going to have like a hooded long white coat that I'm going to like walk down with. Um, and then all my bridesmaids have these like deep wine colored, like fur coats I too. I love it. Um, yeah. That's so that'll so be fun. sexy to me. <laughs> It's a like, sexy who knew a wedding, coat is sexy. and then everyone like <laughs> rips it off, and it's just Hello. a fun. Is Jade your maid of matron of honor? She is. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And then why? Why Mont? Is there a specific um, tie to Montana, or are you just? I don't know. We've always just said we wanted to get married there. Like before, okay. we even talked about weddings. We both love the mountains. We're total mountain people. Same. Um, like I love the beach, but I would take the mountains over the same. beach. Same. Which is weird. There's not same. a lot of us. No, I hate beaches. Ugh. Yeah. Put me on a mountain. I'm every yes. day of the week. Every yes. day. I love that. And love we that. both are winter people. We love the winter. Um, then Chicago's it, good for you. You you got this. Right. It actually the winter wasn't bad here no? at all. It was fine. Oh, God, yeah. I would die. I would literally. Die. 
<laughs> but no, yeah, I mean, it's, I think, I feel like I'm trying to do as much budget saving. I'm doing like, I'm going to try to make all of my own centerpieces. I'm doing like, do it as much do it yourself stuff as That's you the can. Best. So I'm going to be a DIYer too, mm-hmm. for sure. I can't wait to see photos. I'm so excited. There's two things I love in this world, and they're wine and subscription boxes. So that's why Bright Sellers is the best thing that has ever happened to me. Bright Sellers is a monthly subscription box that sends you wines that are matched perfectly to your taste. So when I got my shipment this month, all the bottles came wrapped in tissue paper. It seriously felt like Christmas, which I start celebrating in October, except it was wine. So it was even better. They have this fun quiz that asks you about your go-to drink at the bar, what kind of chocolate you like, all these very simple questions. And then they make a taste profile for you and show you wines that'll match your profile. It's easy because you get to try the wines you've never even heard of, or you normally wouldn't try at the store, but you know you'll already like them because they've matched them perfectly to your profile. You don't need prior wine knowledge to find some matches. Just answer a few questions. They'll do the rest for you and they'll deliver your wines right to your door. Bright Sellers, they love educating their members. Their shipments come with this little insert that gives you cool wine tips. So my last shipment came with this one little tip that talked about quick ways to cool your wine down if you forget to put your whites in the fridge which I forget to do every time. They also have a team of wine concierges that are so friendly and educated in all things wine to help you with anything you need. Everything they do is centered around their customers. And Bright Sellers is offering 50% off your first month, all you mouthing off listeners, to prove it to you. So go to brightsellers.com slash mouthing off for 50% off. Oh my gosh, that's bright like the light bulb and sellers like a wine seller.com slash mouthing off for 50% off www.brightsellers.com slash mouthing off. Okay. So I want to talk about a couple more things, traveling, something I'm super into. You've been everywhere. Um, one of your favorite places is also one of my favorite places, South, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. <laughs> I love South Africa more so than amazing. anything on this earth. Mm-hmm. It's just magical there. I want to know what your favorite part of South Africa was. Well, I, you know, honestly it was, um, Cape town was cool, but it kind of like reminded me almost of like a Miami. Mm. Like it was very, um, I, I loved it. It's beautiful, but we did something that's called um, the gar- the garden route. I don't know if that's yeah. kind of what mm-hmm. people do often, but yeah. I loved the garden route or route, however people say it. Route. Route. I say route. That's. I oh. say route, but I think there they say route. Route. Well, we did that, um, and it was fabulous. But one of my favorite things was we actually. Um, what's the big mountain there? Table. Table. Uh, table. Table. Table mountain. Rock. Table mountain. It's Table Rock. Table Rock. Sorry, guys. (laughs) I love... Um, we table, love South Africa. Table Rock slash Mountain was um, clo- the gondola to get up was shut yeah. down because it was so windy. So and we couldn't we didn't have time to hike it. So we ended up um, doing we hiked Lion's Head. Yeah. Did you do I, that to me? It was sick, nasty freaking awesome if you go to south africa i mean obviously you can go up to table mountain if the gondola doesn't work don't hike it because it takes forever and like i uh, hiked it did you was it worth it well yeah because i met this guy on the way from (laughs) switzerland and um so we just like kept each other company i love that it's a long hike though shared some ganja on the way up did you ganja No one shared any ganj with me <laughs> to Lion's Head. I um I used to have a travel blog. I haven't done it in a long time. So yeah. basically in my travel blog, I wrote all the family friendly version of everything that happened <laughs> on my travels. But I'm planning on writing a book of the behind the scenes and what I really want happened. You to. I want you because to. Because it was I could all I could tell you so many ganja story. There was a one, there was this one guy recently. I did like one of the hardest hikes of my life. And there was this guy kind of trailing me the whole time, similar to Swiss, Switzerland guy. And he was wearing Crocs, like, wow. cro- like shower shoes on like one of the toughest hikes I've ever done. Just smoking a joint. But I was like, 
holy, what are you doing? That's yeah. the behind the scenes stuff that I wish people knew about. Right. But I yeah. freaking love South Africa. It's amazing. Even if we can't remember everything. And we even asked, um, it's just super important to be there to see um, how blessed we are, if that makes any mm -hmm. sense. And yeah. um, we made sure we had this amazing tour guide and, you know, he, we even asked him if he could take us into one of the shanty towns, which he said mm -hmm. wasn't a good idea, but we, he did bring us by a school, uh, a little kindergarten and all of these kids who, you know, had nothing to play with, but they were having the best time ever. And, and all the people were some of the happiest, smiliest people and mm -hmm. they're just hustling every day to feed their families. And it was just really cool and humbled me. And mm -hmm. those are the trips that I like. Yeah. Same. You know, don't take me to a beach. Take me to like somewhere where I'm going to learn some stuff. And well, you want to experience the culture. Like right. that's the point of traveling is to experience the food, the culture, the people, yeah. like how it's how other people live. Right. You know, you yeah. can go to a beach anywhere. Don't, 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 like, I don't need to be in a swimsuit. We're good. Um, I want, okay. So I want to know your other favorite spots. Cause I haven't been everywhere yet. Okay. Columbia. If you haven't been to Columbia, okay. it is, I've been there twice and it is so magical. Okay. The people, cause I love, I love cultures of passion. Okay. Like I, their I people are that. passionate. It's yep. like the music, the food, the, just like everything, yep. you know? And um, the food, like I remember I went to Cartagena and there's such good like seafood and you Yum. can do the beach thing there, but then you go salsa dancing at night and yeah. there's these people walking in these cobblestone streets playing music in the middle, you know, like at night. And it's just like romantic to me. I love it. Um, I love Columbia. I can't, okay. I definitely so have I'm to adding go back. Columbia to the top. Yes. Okay. Um, perfect. And then I would say, I mean, South Africa's in my top three. And mm -hmm. then um, Israel's one of my top. I've, okay. I'm going to Israel. Yes. Okay. Yes, definitely. Because it's just, I think for me too, it was a huge spiritual journey too. Right. Um, but it's just like literally in this tiny country, there's so many different climates. And That's what I loved you, about Iceland. You, oh, yeah. I, I See, I haven't gone there yet. I you need to go. You need to go. It's phenomenal. Does Vito like to travel too? Yes. Okay. So you, you guys, it's romantic. You can make a little, mm -hmm. maybe your honeymoon. Where, where are you honeymooning? We're honeymooning in my other favorite place, which is Thailand. <gasps> oh. So I love Thailand so much. I'm going to um, Thailand very soon. Very soon. Do you have a date set? No. Can I join you guys on your honeymoon? Yes. <laughs> you can. Actually, there's some girls that I work with that might be there when we're oh, there. How for fun. And we're like, yeah. The whenever you want to go on a trip, just tell me I'm, I always tell people like Leslie Murphy, who's a big traveler. I'm like, whenever you're going, give me the dates. Cause I'll freaking go with you. Yeah. I can at any point. I can, I can right. and I will. Okay. So mm -hmm. those, everyone, those are the places from the queen herself. So do it. Okay. So my last question, which I always try to um, end it on something inspirational, something, oh, no. maybe a mantra or a, a saying that you, uh, repeat to yourself as often as you can. Oh man. Um, <clears throat> I feel like one of my mantras is be still and know mm -hmm. that I'm God because I like you, I have these, th I live in my head sometimes yeah. how you're saying like you overthink and Everything. then whatever. Yes. Um, and just like the world that we live in today is super chaotic yeah. and we have so many expectations on us, A, as human beings, B, as women, mm -hmm. um, and C, just the things that we put on ourselves. So as much as we want to experience things and go out um, and constantly kind of pouring yourself out here and there, like mm -hmm. it's so important to like be still and to soak things in and to let people love on you and to pour into your life and to, um, take things in for yourself too. Like let yourself be refueled, refueled, like just be still, you know? Yeah. I love that. 
Thank it's a you. hard thing for me to do. It's, very, it's, <laughs> it's funny because it's so easy for me in many ways. I'm such an introvert at heart and I feel like so much of my time I'm trying to be still, but my mind is still all over the place or, you know, I'm thinking of what I have to do right after I try to be still. And so, yeah, I, I definitely need to master the art of, of, and also just the refueling part. I don't mm -hmm. give myself that often enough. So that's, see, Same. there you go. Your freaking inspiration for the day. <laughs> I just day, daily inspo. Daily inspo. You just post. <laughs> I think on Instagram this morning you posted a little mug. It said "Be still." Oh yeah, didn't it? yeah. yeah. Uh huh. This uh, girl sent it to me because I was talking about on Babes and Babies how because we recently um, on the show instead of having guests on we had each other on like as yeah a I guest. saw. So on my episode we were talking about things that have helped get us like through life and yeah. I was talking about being still. And so this girl sent me that mug and it was the sweetest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I haven't listened to your episode, but everyone was saying that it was your, obviously that you're just the most beautiful human ever. Oh, and thank that, you. That, that is and that they so love nice. how, much, how open you are about your faith and, and all that. So, um, I'll have you back on again and we'll, I can't believe 52 minutes just flew by. <laughs> I know. And I didn't Time even flies. like touch the things that I wanted to touch. Okay, I feel like I need to ask you a bunch of questions because you, you just asked me all the questions. I mean, it's totally okay. It's all about you. No one needs to know about me. <laughs> We're all good. Oh, the one thing I will share is that I think we share a same sh uh, movie that we love, Bridesmaids. Oh, I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> and actually, one of my like quote unquote bitchy moments from the show was just me um reciting bridesmaids. <laughs> oh my god. Like when I get bored, you know, I'm I'm just Yes. You know, so what I what what did I do? Oh, the scene where she drinks the lemonade and she's like, damn, shit's fresh. <laughs> so what I did was I smelled the rose after I got it and I go, shit's fresh. But they like, <laughs> but they made it seem like I was some crazy bitch who like eats roses and is like mm, fresh. But I literally oh quote bridesmaids on the regular. Oh my gosh, I love quotable movies like that. It's the best. I, One of my favorites is when she's like, "I'm gonna climb that tree later." <laughs> my and then the whole airplane scene, I quote oh that all gosh. the time. Like, and I'm ready to party. <laughs> with the best of them and i'm gonna go down to the river freaking i could it's just so quotable plus i have a deep respect for quality like poop slash fart scenes yes and that yes. is one of the best poop scenes that any movie has ever done besides have um, you seen white chicks i have but i don't really or hot remember. chick hot chicks white chicks the white one chicks. where the the, yeah, that's white chicks. That is a, another quality poop scene. If you're looking to watch some poop scenes, that's the one. Yes. And if we ever do this again, I have a lot of quality poop stories. Do you? Especially traveling. I feel like if you've traveled and you've never shit your pants, then oh. there's something wrong with you. I was, on, <laughs> I, I was on Caitlin Bristow's podcast, and she does this thing where she, you confess stuff. And I uh -huh. confessed that in my 20s, dead sober, I have shit my pants six yes. times yes, your new, six new times dead sober <laughs> in my 20s that is way too many times yeah like I, just, I don't know I don't know if I talked about this in public that's I don't so care tell me now uh, <laughs> in in July I shit in a box in my car you I was stuck did? in traffic and I I was sweating and shaking so <laughs> bad I actually had a box that I was going to mail to Jade and I had to throw out all the contents onto the floor and I put it under my butt, pulled down my pants and just was shitting just in traffic. shit in the car. <laughs> in the box. This but is my somehow, moment of any podcast. Well, ever. somehow it didn't get anywhere though. Like I went to pick Vito up and I told him what it had. He had FaceTime me and I was like, babe, I gotta go. <laughs> and I FaceTimed him back. I was like, babe, I just shit in I the shit box. the car. Did you like, pick him up you... right after that? Did you have to clean? Well, no, I found a trash can. I had napkins in my center console. And then I found a trash can, threw it out, and I went to get him. And he's like, it doesn't smell, and there's no poop anywhere. Like, how did this happen? <laughs> I was like, it literally fit perfectly under my butt. I wish people would be more honest about what, because we've all done it. Yeah. I recently shit. Six times. 
I recently <laughs> shit in a restaurant in the bathroom. Like yes. I just waited too long. Like I, I was, I've, I've said this. My problem is I think I can wait longer than I can. <laughs> and so I, I finally was like, oh, fuck, I got to ask the people in the booth to get up. That's the hardest part is saying, yeah. can you get up? So they did. And then there was a line in the bathroom and I was like, fuck, I got to So I just shit my pants. <laughs> and- <laughs> And it wasn't clean, unlike yours. There was nothing clean about it. Oh, man. Mine went to bed if it was in my pants. God. But, yeah, no. Oh, it's, man. I'm, I just have a quick question because you said yeah. soberly six times. How yeah. many not soberly um, times? Like, no, never. I've never oh. drunk shit my pants. I've drunk once. peed the bed once okay. in college. But the, <laughs> all the other times have just been straight in the middle of the day. Fucking... <laughs> No boxes were involved, but they probably should have been. Oh my gosh. If there I mean, was one nearby, I would have keep taken one in it. Keep your car just in case. Guys. I usually do like the coffee. I've peed in coffee mugs in the car before. I feel like everybody's done that. That's just like no. whatever. You've never I done just that? Did it. No, I just did it for the first time. It was like two years ago. I was on a road trip with my friend and we pull up to this like sightseeing thing and there's tons of people around. I was like, I can probably find a bush and pee. First of all, it's desert, no bushes. No bushes. Tons of people around. So I had to pee in a cup in my car and then like dump it out, then like yep. refill and it. Refill and refill and, and oh kegel and kegel and keep it up yes. there and then re yep. I, there's a like a term for pregnant sea stuff. Kegeling. Mm-hmm. Yes. I it is. I should be a doula. <laughs> You're halfway there. I'm one step closer to doula ing myself. Oh. Oh my gosh, we really should get together I and want share to. stories. I want to. I'm so glad that you were so open about that. <laughs> um, I I respect that so hardcore. I'm thank you. I'm so unfiltered. It's ridiculous. So this makes me happy. Okay, so everyone, <laughs> sorry if you're vomiting at this point, but who sorry cares? we got on our sorry we got on. The, this is such a good. I can't talk about anything else because the podcast has to end that way. Um, so go subscribe to uh, Babes and Babies. I'm sure it's on all the iTunes and the things, the Spotify things, and then follow E Sandoz on instagram do not tweet her she won't see it i won't don't do it and then um if you want to send me a photo of your dress just so i can live vicariously through you i won't show it to Vito. believe it or not Vito and i are not friends so (laughs) we're not even friends on social meds i've stalked him before though but i loved chatting with you i knew that you would be as lovely as you are so this is very (laughs) this is very exciting for me and i'll send you the link and and Vito can listen to it and it'll be Perfect. great. So, okay, have have a good day. I'm sorry that I Thanks, took you up too. so much of your time. No, you're great. I just love you. Okay, goodbye. I love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>